Hey, beauty lovers and fellow entrepreneurs. I'm Yegi, the owner and founder of Yegi Beauty. Within five years of being my own boss, I was able to grow Yegi Beauty into a multi-million dollar company. This podcast is where I share what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur in the beauty industry. Today, we're going to talk about when to hire for your small business and how do you know if you need help or not in regards to hiring employees and growing. So is this something that is holding you back? Is this um, what your next step should be in order to grow? So that's why we decided to choose this topic for today's podcast. Lisa is going to be the voice of all the (laughs) entrepreneurs who've asked these questions. Yes. So we're going to get into for signs to hire more employees or when to hire your first employee. But first, I'm going to ask you some questions about your experiences since you've been in business for a while. (laughs) So um, the first question is, when did you know it was time to hire your first ever employee? Okay. So my first ever employee was actually when I was running the salon and we had different contractors that were doing different services. And I was basically the only employee that was the salons that was answering the phones, cleaning the bathrooms. Um, I don't know, editing the website, doing all the little tasks that I'm sure all of you relate to as small business owners until I realize I'm so exhausted. I'm so tired. I get home and I literally just not even shower and just plop on my bed and automatically pass out with how tired I am. It hit me that, oh my God, I need help. Why am I not hiring someone um, to help me with that? But the biggest sign is when you feel like you're really, I guess, overwhelmed and you're wearing maybe one too many hats as a small business owner. Um, That was my biggest sign in order to hire. And of course, the first person I hired for the salon was like a front desk associate to help me because again, um, at that time, I was also answering the phones and taking appointments down Mm -hmm. like I'm lashing Mm -hmm. and phone calls are coming and I was answering while I was lashing and I I realized and I was close with a lot of my you know um, repetitive clients and I realized that wow like I'm not providing the best service because I keep interrupting them Mm -hmm. um, with the calls and that's I think when it really hit me that oh no you know my service is going down I better hire a front desk person before my clients who are so like patient and nice because they've you know grown with me um, kind of you know start getting upset or uh, or leave me because I keep interrupting their lash naps with phone calls (laughs) so I think that was my sign what do you think was holding you back you were that busy or that overwhelmed what was holding you back from hiring that person oh, wow. for that long <laughs> yes it did take me a while so first of course financials you think you know if you could do it why are you going to pay somebody mm-hmm. extra to take on some tasks so financials were part of it but at the same time what I noticed is um I it was very hard for me to trust somebody to take care of my baby, right? Because at that time, the salon was my first business. It was my, you know, everything. (laughs) And I literally put my blood, sweat and tears into it. And I don't know who I could trust with it in order for them to take care of it as good as I thought I could take care of it. It was just that letting go factor. And I know it's such a 
big part now that I've worked with a lot of business owners um, and students and lash artists. I know it's a big part of every small business owner's fears of who can they trust like their baby with um, uh, to do any part of the business, right? They always think they can, as small business owners, we think that we can do better. Um, who's going to do better than me? Because they're not going to care. And all of all of that was kind of like the fear of letting go, I guess. Um, and that was what was holding me back until I realized uh, there's literally limited time in the day and limited everything. So there's no way I personally can do everything. And unless I wanted to grow, I had to hire somebody because there is literally like, let's say eight or 10 hours a day that I can take my lash clients. For example, if between that, the two, three hours I'm taking to do like all the other aspects of the business, then it's going to cut back on the profit I can make on, on providing those services or, you know, vice versa. So that's why I was like, okay, even if they don't do as good, good of a job as I think I would do, or if they're not going to care as much as I think they should care because it's not their business, it is better than nothing because it's holding me back. So as long as, um, eventually I came to the conclusion that as long as I'm hiring the right person and I'm training them properly, and I'm always kind of checking in to make sure they have all the tools they need to be good at their job, it'll be fine. (laughs) And it did turn out fine. Um, that was how we were able to grow is obviously by hiring many people. (laughs) The next question, have you noticed a pattern with other business owners as to why like maybe didn't apply to you, but why they maybe wouldn't before we get into the actual signs? Yes, I think those two things that I went through is pretty common is thinking that like it's going to cost you too much to have an employee and then but not realizing that, you know, it's an investment like you have to invest in your business and you're investing in it by investing in an employee so then they can help grow it. So once you hire someone, you may feel like, oh, I'm spending X amount of extra money when I wasn't initially, but then in the long run, they're going to help you make even more money. So as even if you see a little bit dip in your, you know, um, bank account, cause you're paying someone extra to do certain tasks in the long run and not even like too long, hopefully you will see their, their, um, uh, but the benefit of hiring them mm-hmm. and how much it's helping your business. And then what do you look for when you're hiring an employee? That's a loaded question, but... Um, I personally, when I'm hiring an employee, of course, I want to make sure like they're educated and they have good work experience. Those two things is always going to provide a good base for somebody, no matter if they know the industry or they don't. A lot of times in the past, I've hired people who have no idea or don't know anything about my business or the industry, but they're they're very um, resourceful and knowledgeable and they have good work experience and I'm able to train them in the areas that I need so that has worked for me so I think a good base I look is for that but also I look for them to fit my business culture Um, and you know ultimately like the simple way of putting it is for them to be good people Mm -hmm. because that's the people I want around that's the people that are gonna you know interact with me or my team like they did 
day so i want everybody to have about the same culture for them to be good people work hard and and grow together obviously like i also would want them to um have the the long-term mentality like they don't want anybody who's just kind of passing by who i'm hiring i want them to join also enjoy their place in the company look for ways to grow add um, value to the company maybe areas that i'm not good at i would like look at for people that they're good at that so then i can you know rely on them for the things that i'm not good at so i guess that takes me back to the type of people i would hire is that's one key thing that people should look forward mm-hmm. to and it's a reminder for myself to do that too is anything that you're not you know already it's your weakness you definitely want to hire people that are strong in those areas so then you can overall be a stronger business or a team yeah for sure and i guess we can get into the four signs go into the four signs (laughs) it's time to hire your first or more employees yes ready yeah so we want to get into this Mm -hmm. honestly like i said a lot of people i've worked with they're um doing great but then at the same time they don't realize that they can do even better or they can that it's time for them to to take that next step and to grow so these are the four signs that i realized honestly even running a business how long now over like almost eight years or over eight years now that i'm physically like running my own business and i mean eight years with having employees and all of that much longer when i was just doing my own thing as a lash artist but um anyways going back to that so what i've learned is that even for me like i needed the reminder of these four things that i'm looking for for me to grow the company again right because sometimes we just get in our ways and we're going to our day-to-day and we think this is it and we're so busy uh we don't have time to kind of like pause and stop and think to see okay am i working harder or am i working smarter you know like do i want to like work so hard where I'm so exhausted even though you're enjoying it honestly as the, as a small business owner I would say mostly people enjoy what they're doing and they're really busy and they do the most and they do a lot but then they don't realize that they're working harder and not smarter and that's when I think you guys need to kind of pause and take these into consideration and be like okay wait a minute so I could be having kind of maybe even a better lifestyle and still making good money Money, but getting help by hiring employees so that's why today's topic has come back four main signs that you need to hire an employee is one main one is and this is again what happened to me is you realize your customer service is slipping okay so if you start getting complaints that's your very first sign that oh, you know, maybe I need to work on an area of my business and hire help for somebody to really take care of that area of the business. So for me, it was like I said, I was answering the phones while I was lashing and people were complaining um, or I can see that they were unhappy every time I would answer the phone, but I had no choice because I had nobody to help me and I didn't want to lose business, right? So that was my first sign for customer service at the salon. And then my second sign at the office Office for the warehouse for the product size um, it would be again our emails or our complaints about certain um, quality control on certain products and that's what hit me that oh my god I need to hire more people for quality control for example to help me to make sure that we're gonna 
be at the best that we can be because I personally would love to check every single product for it to go out but and that's what I thought I could do for a long time and then I realized oh my god I just I want to I just don't have the time to so the next step for me would be to hire somebody to do that specifically and again every phase that we go through I feel like I go through that trust issue phase too until I could find like nope it's gonna be fine you know, pass it over to the next per- next best person after you that can take care of that task. Um, and yeah, so first sign is customer service is slipping. And then our second sign, as if, oh, we already talked about this, but um, as our second sign from before is if um, you and your employees are exhausted or um, overexerted. So if you feel like you or your current employees are already doing too much or they're doing too many different tasks and they feel exhausted or you give them projects that you want to get done in a certain deadline and they're not able to make it to that deadline and it's not that they're slacking off, it's just they have a lot on their plate or you personally if you're the only person in your business you feel like you you're doing so much and then um, you don't have time to finish the great amazing ideas or projects that you have and you're just exhausted you're like I want to do this and that and that but I just don't have the time Mm -hmm. and then all that that's a second huge sign for you to go ahead and maybe consider hiring another hiring an employee going back to our signs of when you might be needing to hire an employee or hire help is if you find yourself saying no to new business right so one example would be if you're a lash artist and you're fully booked and you have let's say you're even fully booked for two months out even oh two months two weeks or three weeks or even a whole month out and you realize that by saying no to your customers they're not waiting for you to book like in a month from now you're actually losing that business so if you realize you're losing business because you're too busy it may be time for you to hire maybe another lash artist that works under you or somehow you can do some um deal with them is when you refer your clients to them and you maybe can work to work out a deal or a commission type of thing Um, but that's a big sign once you realize you're losing business that it's time to hire someone and again there's different solutions to these problems and like I said I can get into it with you guys if that's what you like but another example would be as far as if you know you're saying no to new businesses if you're don't have the manpower or you don't have the energy for you yourself whatever business you're doing is to actually like follow up with that new opportunity really close the deal and do all of that okay so that's a the third biggest sign that you should hire someone or get help um, with employees and the fourth and last one is once you realize if you already have current employees or if you're the only one you're still considered your employee right um if you're having your high was the right word high value high value yes if you're having your high value employees do small tasks for example you yourself as a business owner you would be considered a high value employee because 
you're doing everything or you have the capacity to do so many um, tasks that are worth so much more. But then you find yourself doing low tasks like cleaning up or answering the phones. You know, those are simpler tasks that anybody can do. So that's, again, a sign for you to hire someone. Or if you have a great creative employee who's working on amazing projects with you, but then you realize you're also having them do small tasks like answering the phones or doing physical packaging or something where they can be using their creativity towards something that will be um, a bigger value to the company. So that's another sign that you may be ha- you may need to hire another employee. Those are the top four <laughs> signs. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a topic that's not too much talked about. Um, I feel like it's a really, really kind of good eye opener for those entrepreneurs or small business owners that are ready for that step because like I said a lot of times we don't realize it until um, it might be too late and we're already losing business so I wanted to talk about this even for uh, all of you that are brand new or that are just starting out and you're gonna hire your first employee that first employee can pretty much be your assistant slash Uh, front desk or receptionist, right? So whatever you may need, really consider delegating or hiring in order for you to grow your business. I guess that's kind of the moral of the story or the topic for this um, podcast for this episode. I just want to say this is our season one finale and over at the Yegi Project we've been posting action plan posts so from each episode we've had kind of like an assignment or advice for you to follow and we've done episodes on when to increase your pricing or pricing in general and also how to declutter your mind. So a lot of these things kind of build off of each other. So you can look back and watch those episodes either on YouTube or Buzzsprout or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts if you just want to listen to them. But we really have been working on giving you guys a platform for the business side of things because yeah, you get so many questions about the lash business or just business in general um and we want to help you guys so definitely check out our instagram we also have a pinterest with different boards and yeah yeah so we're just trying to give as much information as possible so if you guys ever have any topic suggestions if you want to be on the podcast um even if you're not a lash artist, like even any specials like accountants or <laughs> yes. if you know someone who's helped you in your business, like a random person that you wouldn't even think would help you, just anyone we're really interested in picking people's brains and yes all anything that, yeah. that could be related to the business mm-hmm. world that ties together um to the beauty industry so we're really tying kind of closing the gap between those two things and also working on who makes a great entrepreneur right because at the end of the day even if you have a great business you need to be a great entrepreneur, have that mindset, be that person in order to have the great business or grow the business. So I really believe it's not even what business and how to run it. It's mainly like the person as well. So we focus on how to get you to be that person to have that entrepreneurial mindset in order to grow so that's our whole project with the yegi project and like i said we're working on ways to also um 
keep growing ourselves within learning new ways of doing better business or um, like, like I said, having a better mentality or mindset of an entrepreneur. Um, and also it goes hand in hand with the same thing, you know, like a lot of my research that I do that I base these podcasts on is how to be successful, how to be a millionaire, how to be a multi-millionaire, how to have it all, how to, you know, do the whole family and the business thing and be happy, you know, ultimately like that's the end goal of the Yegi project to have us and you guys get to that point where you're fully um, happy and satisfied with your work life and your personal life. So that's the Yegi project, I think, in a GIF. (laughs) We covered everything of how or when to know to hire your first employee. Um, Thank you for being live and here with us and the rest of you. If you just joined for a second, go back and listen to the whole thing. Hopefully it helps you. But um, like Elise said, this concludes our season one, very brand new, the Yegi Project podcast. Our second season, we're going to invite a lot more guests in order to have even more knowledge and power behind our podcast to help you guys out. So join us. We will announce when the season two will be live, but we won't give a too long of a gap for you guys. We're already prepping for it. Thank you. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review this podcast. Follow and engage with us on social media under the Yegi Project. And if you're interested in being a guest, email info at theyegiproject.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes.